All right, in this episode of Life with Hula, the podcast, season number nine, episode number three, I share with you a couple things. First of all, I talk about my weight loss journey and what my starting weight is and how my first day of being on the intermittent fast went, the real first day of the intermittent fast. I also share with you Uh, What happens when you have a child who has an intellectual disability and she has been stuck at home for the past day, uh, seven days, yeah, past seven days without even really going outside because she's been exposed to COVID. So I'll share that with you as well. And I've also got some Freaky Friday stories from my friends Elaine and Paula with Wait What Podcast, and I'll share with that with you at the end of the show as well. Welcome to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. My name is Hula, and you've made it to my podcast. This is a podcast that I created back in May 1st of last year. I originally was a former, well, not originally, but I was a former radio personality here in San Diego, where I'm born and raised, and I did the morning radio thing for about 19 years, but as things do end, um, new beginnings happen, and that's what the podcast is about. I decided to continue sharing my stories with people because that's what I did in the radio business and I created the podcast and that's what I'm doing. I'm sharing my stories with you, just uh, stories of a dad living in San Diego trying to get through this pandemic, right? That's what it's all about, Life with Hula. If you want to follow the show on uh, a podcast platform, whatever one you listen to, I I think we just got added to Verbal, it's V-U-R-B-L. Um, that's a new podcasting platform. You can find me on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, um, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts. And you can find, uh, by searching Life with Hula, and you can find the podcast there. So thanks so much for subscribing, for reviewing, for rating, for just giving me your thoughts about the podcast itself. You can also vote for me at podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. That's podcastmagazine.com dot com slash hot five zero you can vote for march of 2021's podcast um that's great and if you want to follow the podcast on social media you can search facebook.com slash life with hula so that's a bunch of different ways you can catch the podcast and i appreciate you and i appreciate you listening in and tuning in um So I've got my weight loss update. For those that have been following my journey, I am on an intermittent fast. I decided to kick one off during Lent. And I kind of have a rant. Yeah, I kind of have a rant. And I was going to talk more about my kid. Um, That was kind of when I did the introduction. I thought, oh, it's going to be all about my kid. But I think I want to talk about something that, that I feel a little offended by. And I know it wasn't towards me, but it just hit me because I am doing this. So we're going to call this particular episode um, Life with Being Annoyed. That's what I'll call it, Life with Being Annoyed. And that's what I am. I'm pretty annoyed. So if you don't know, I'm doing this intermittent fast, and I am doing it for 46 days. I kicked it off on Ash Wednesday, and it is something that I've decided to do um, because I did four intermittent fasts last year, and uh, I did it periodically through the year and I went from 294 pounds to close to 209. I did gain some holiday weight. 
I am back up. For those that are following the journey, my starting weight for this uh, particular weight loss uh, intermittent fasting, uh, I'm starting at 225.6. So that's the start weight. I am currently 225.6. Well, I I noticed people's Instagrams as I was like, you know, searching one day. It happened to be on Wednesday. And I noticed a friend of mine, and it, like I said, she didn't post this. She just re, re, it's not a retweet, but it's like a repost of a pro of a Instagram post that was stating like, if you, you shouldn't go on a fast um, while you're on celebrating Lent. While you're observing the holiday Lent, don't go on a fast. Why? Because you're supposed to be um, actually, um, you know, sacrificing something and you're supposed to be focusing on that. You don't want to be selfish and trying to do a weight loss journey because yes, losing weight is great. Losing weight is good, but you need to be sacrificing something and not gaining something from this particular uh, 40 days. It's a sacrifice that we're doing. You know what? Shut the fuck up. Like, sorry. I know this is weird that I'm talking about religion and I'm also cursing at the same time. But honestly, what? Oh my God, I was so annoyed when I saw the post. Again, no offense to my friend if you're, if you're listening. This is not on you. You just, you know, thought, I'm gonna put, po- I don't, honestly, I don't know why you posted this. But it really offended me because, yes, I get it. You're supposed to sacrifice something. It's Lent. The whole idea is to sacrifice because our Lord and Savior sacrificed for you. So now it's time for you to sacrifice for him through the whole Lenten season. I get it. But really, you're telling me that me, someone who's worried about my my weight and my health, shouldn't shouldn't fast and use that as my sacrifice but yet somebody who gives up alcohol or somebody who gives up candy is really truly like you're really judging me on what i decide to focus on and deal do during this lenten season really really pissed me off Like, who are you to judge? Like, first and foremost, you shouldn't be judging people. And secondly, like, who the fuck made you? Like, you just really, it was very, I found it very hypocritical for you to judge me on my choices of, and again, wasn't directed towards me, but I felt very offended because of the fact that I, that's what I'm doing for Lent. That's how I'm um, I'm observing Lent is I'm fasting. I'm doing an intermittent fast. And for this post to call me out and be like, no, you're not really sacrificing. Like, screw you. Like, it's hard. I'm, I grew up as an emotional eater. I grew up as a comfort eater. I grew up as a person who, who really, um, you know, had weight issues and, and, and I grew up as a latchkey kid, my parents both worked. So when I got home, I made sure to feed my siblings and we were big eaters. Like, yeah, I have weight issues. So for me to do a 46, 46 day 
intermittent fast is helping me to focus myself. It's helping me to center myself. It's helping me to sacrifice. You know, I easily could just buy food and enjoy myself that way. Like it's a sacrifice for me to give up, like in essence, give up on junk food. I'm doing all of it. Like I, I'm encompassing giving up on soda. I don't drink soda. I love iced coffee. I've given up on that for the next 46 days. I have given up on ice cream, cake, uh, desserts. Like I eat that stuff. And for you, you, whoever posted this post saying that my intermittent fast is selfish and it's like who, you know, when you sacrifice, when you are celebrating Lent or observing Lent, you know, if you're, if you want to give up on alcohol, by means, go do it. If you want to give up smoking cigarettes, by means, go do it. But if you think about it, it's kind of selfish. Like you're helping your body. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand what this post is about. Maybe I didn't read it correctly. Maybe I read it wrong. I saw the post. I was angry. I didn't continue like looking into the post because I was that mad about it. And I was just like, screw you. I'm doing this for to observe Lent. I'm this is how I'm doing it. So yeah. You just kind of pissed me off. And yes, the Lenten season is a sacrifice, but you shouldn't piss people off. Like, I don't even know who created that post. If it was a Catholic church or a Christian church, like, who are you? Sorry. That's why a lot of people turn turn you know, turn away from the Catholic Church or the Christian Church. Not saying that this post was posted by one of them, but I'm just saying. I'm annoyed. So annoyed by that post. But it's urging it's really focusing me to focus on my 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 weight and my health and my intermittent fast. And yesterday was sucked. Yesterday was hard. It was literally the real first day that I had this uh fast i if you don't know i've mentioned it in the past two previous podcasts i lower my caloric intake i'm doing what they say 18 hours off six hours on so between the hours of 12 and 5 well it's really 12 and 6 because that's six hours between 12 and 6 i eat at lunchtime and then i eat at um roughly around 5 30 ish and again i actually uh do uh i lower my caloric intake so i only eat um 600 to 800 calories a day i eat six ounces of fruit six ounces of protein and eight ounces of veggies yesterday what did i have um i had a i can tell you i can i had a, co- a coffee a keto cup of coffee in the morning i had a ton of water um for lunch i ended up having six ounces or i had an apple um and then i had um broccoli and a grilled chicken patty and then for dinner i had cantaloupe six ounces and i had a turkey patty one and i had spinach about five ounces because i split the bag up so that's it and according to my fitbit app which i am using that's really important by the way have a fitbit app um, I ate um, 801 calories as of yesterday. So we'll see. I'm going to weigh myself and see how much weight I've lost in a day. I'm hoping at least two. That's the goal. You know, the goal is at least two a day. Um, and the ultimate goal for this 46 days is to lose about 20 to 25 pounds. That's the the, the goal, 20 pounds. I'd be happy with 20. I'd be ecstatic with 25. 
I would be more than happy with more than 25. So that's what's happening with the weight loss journey. Um, that's what I'm doing. Again, sorry I was got a little crazy there. Just life with being annoyed. That's what happens. Um, I'm going to move on to something um, that maybe a lot of parents can relate with. Um, so it is day number, it's been officially a week since we've learned that we've been exposed to COVID. If you didn't hear the story of what happened, you can listen to past podcasts. Um, but I and my family have been at the house for a, a full week. And me personally, I'm not really going stir crazy. Um, the weekend was hard, but you know, it is what it is. We, we had plans to go out, but we couldn't. It was Valentine's Day week. We couldn't go out. Um, but you know who's really going stir crazy? I think is my daughter, my youngest one, who, if you don't know, she is six years old and she has an intellectual disability. She's delayed when it comes to a lot of things in her life. Um, as a matter of fact, she's still potty training right now and she's six. Well, yesterday she had a full blown meltdown. Like we, during my breaks and lunches, I kind of come out of the room and I, you know, interact with the kids and show them that, hey, Papa's still here. And I kind of uh, had a 15 minute break um, towards the last part of my day and I decided to chase my daughters around. So it was kind of like a game of tag. So I ran around the house chasing my daughters. Well, when my 15 minutes was up, I had to go back to work and I said, I'm so sorry, I gotta go back to work. From that point on, my youngest one could not understand like what was happening or what was going on. So she melted down, like crying to the top of her lungs melted down and it was almost like an hour and a half that she continually cried and I had to um turn my phones off and go to my wife and be like what's going on and I guess she just melted down because she had so much fun with me chasing her and then now I disappeared and I know I shouldn't have done that but it sucks because it's like do I not play with my child then during my breaks do I just ignore her or be like hi and not interact with her because a fear that she may melt down again. It's tough, man. It's tough. Any any parent that's dealing, I mean, with kids in general while you're being quarantined, but you know, kids that have a special, you know, that are special needs, they, it's, I, I get it. Like my daughter needs to be out. My daughter needs to, and luckily for us, you know, hopefully they get to go back to school on Tuesday. That's the goal. That's the fingers crossed. She gets to go back to school on Tuesday, but we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully they don't, get any symptoms over the weekend so knock on wood knock on wood there i'm knocking on wood for me so there's that um so gosh lots of lots of things that have annoyed me but we're gonna move on to uh some other news uh actually you know what we're gonna move on not to other news we're gonna we're gonna go to this segment uh which i love actually and i really appreciate elaine and paula for being a part of it they're part of a podcast called wait what podcast.com um it's what with three a's that's why i say it the way it is but it is freaky friday and on fridays we like to share scary and crazy things that goes on and they have this podcast which is a comedy podcast but this week's episode of freaky freaky friday with elaine and paula is about the scariest and loudest haunts in england um and wait what is a comedy podcast about all things odd and strange 
They have a new episode every Friday, and you can listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can join the Odd Squad on WaitWhatPodcast.com. That's Wait, then What with three A's, podcast.com. So there you go. Take it away, Elaine and Paula. Welcome again to Hula's Freaky Friday. I'm Elaine. And I'm Paula. And we're the hosts of Wait What? It's a comedy podcast about all things odd and strange. So, anyways, after, <laughs> after you listen to Hula's podcast, head on over to our podcast every Friday. We have more stories just like the ones we're going to tell you today. Mm-hmm. And Paula, today, we're going to be telling stories. Wait, I went totally Irish and Scottish on that. <laughs> today, we're going to be telling stories... <laughs> For me, old England. Because England is, like, haunted as... Fuck. The no, more... it, is, it is haunted AF, as it, well. It's haunted <laughs> AF. They would have said it so much classier than I did. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So tell me what your story is. Well, I always like a good story about a screaming skull. Oh, as we all do. Right? So many to choose from. And here's one. The Screaming Skull of Betascombe Manor. Betisco Manor is home to the legend of the Screaming Skull. Ah! The- <laughs> Sorry. I thought I was going to give you Oh, my some- God. I heard it. Did you hear it? Oh, my God. It's Please here. tell me I wasn't the only one who heard that. 19th century. John Frederick Penny returned from Nevis with a faithful Jamaican slave. And, well, I mean, they kind of had no choice but to be faithful. Or- <laughs> it wasn't going to be a self-righteous, confident... <laughs> You know, entitled to be treated like an equal slave. Exactly. Because that didn't go well. All right. So John Frederick. All right. So the slave who soon passed away of tuberculosis, his only request was to have his body returned to his home country. But Penny refused and buried the man in the cemetery at St. Stephen's Church. Afterwards, the village and Penny were plagued with bad luck and spectral screams from the cemetery. <laughs> um, you kind of asked for it. Right, you deserved but it. Penny, you could have at least, you took him away from his family, you could have at least, on his dying day, let send him back He home. was a faithful slave with one single request. You're like, mm, yeah, no. So, you know what? This is all well deserved. Uh, the manor house <laughs> was beset by rattling windows and slamming doors such that Penny brought the exhumed body into his home and refused to discard it. Wait. I know. I don't. So if you bring the body into the home, he'll stop. maybe he'll be like, okay. Yeah. Well, now that I have better accommodations. <laughs> Thank you. The body decayed, leaving only the skull to howl each time someone tried to remove it. Imagine every time you cleaned. It's like with that one bowl over there in the corner. <laughs> it will oh, not have it. Shit. <laughs> Legend has it that if the skull is ever removed from Betascombe, the skull will resume its unearthly screaming and a dreadful fate will fall upon the house. (laughs) Being a butthole, I would be like, (laughs) let's just remove it and see what happens. Maybe, or what if it just started, like it started with screaming and then starts insulting you, then I would put it back. And then at the very end, the skull's just like, you have no torso! Ah! Your face is as flat as Kansas. Ah! Okay, Paula, okay. your hair doesn't look as good as you think it does. That's a mean asshole skull. Let's I'd rather... put it back. Yeah, yeah. This is the village of Pluckley. Doesn't <laughs> sound like it's scary, but apparently this village got some stuff going on. Uh, Pluckley Village in Kent was awarded the Guinness Book of Records title of most haunted village in Britain, huh. and for good reason. I mean, like I said, 
England is very haunted. Right, so to be the most haunted is a big deal. Some shit went down. Some shit went down. Over 15 ghosts called Pluckley, call Pluckley home. These include a highwayman killed during a sword fight, mm. a schoolmaster found hanged by a group of children, Ooh. and an old gypsy woman who burned to death in a fire who appears on the bridge casually smoking a pipe. <laughs> okay, that's goals. I know. That's who I want to be when I yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, she's a badass. There is also the specter of a horse-drawn carriage that rides through the village accompanied by the eerie sound of horses' hooves, mm. along with a haunted pub, brickworks, and cemetery just south of the village lies, guess what, more screaming, <gasps> but instead of a skull, the screaming woods. The screaming <laughs> also known as Pluckley Forest, from which villagers and visitors alike regularly hear the sound of blood-curdling screams made by wandering souls of long-dead men and women who became lost in the forest. Oh, God. I'm saying if you're screaming in the forest and you're still lost, maybe nobody wants to look for you. How ironic that people can hear their screams now when when they were lost... But I'm just saying, maybe nobody wanted to look for me. <laughs> They're like, do you hear something new? Nope. Pour me another cup of tea. <laughs> and that, my friends, is Fula's Freaky Fridays. We just solidified our place in hell by making fun of these poor people. <laughs> See you next Friday. Thanks, Fula. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Elaine and Paula. Again, you can catch them um, just after listening to my podcast. You can go to waitwhatpodcast.com um, or you can listen to them on um, you know different places that you listen to podcasts, um, and you can hear them on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, just go check them out. They are Wait What W H A A A three A's um, T Wait What Podcast. So catch them. They're funny. They're hilarious, and they like to bring up creepy stuff. So thanks, Elaine and Paula, again for another Freaky Friday. Um, yeah, guys, uh, that's it for the today's show. I'm still annoyed with, but I, I think I got it off my chest. I think I'm good. I think I'm I'm ready to move on to the weekend. Um, whatever you guys are doing, I know you're doing something way better than I'm doing because I'll be sitting at home waiting, quarantined, uh, door dashing, you know, all that fun stuff. So thank you again for tuning in to this episode of Life with Hula, season number nine, episode number three of the show. You can follow the podcast um, on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Life with Hula. You can follow me on social media, Hula SD, that's H-U-L-A-S-D on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, all of those social media platforms, and I'll follow you back, I promise. And you guys, have an amazing weekend. Pray that uh, my fast continues on through the weekend. And yeah, just just be nice to each other. Be kind, all right? I will catch you on Monday. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.